Girl Clothing is so much more than clothing. We are a movement. We have collectively decided to stop seeing each other as competition and instead seeing each other as sisters because we believe that is why we are held back as a gender and we are tired of it. So we are coming together, sharing our stories, our experience, strength, and hope to know that we are not alone and to hear that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and we are moving forward. It is 100% girl power. We know that if the women energy is not lifted up across this planet, we are doomed as a human race and we are here to change the game. So please help me welcome back our host, Tavra Lee. You're listening to another episode of Girl Talk. I'm Taverly, and I'm really excited because we continue to meet with and talk to some of the most inspirational women who are willing to share their stories. They're willing to share their stories so you can learn from their experiences and how they've grown and where they're at on their journey. And I, for one, am better just for meeting them. And AJ, welcome. Thank you very much. You know, we're, we're going to talk about bullying today and... It's kind of a hard topic because we're grown adults. Right. And we think that we're past the age of experiencing mistreatment from other humans. Um, but unfortunately, that's not the case. Yeah. 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 You don't want to think that as an adult that you can be bullied, right? Like you don't want to think that um, you would allow that to happen. But sometimes it does. And sometimes it affects us. It does. And, and you have, you have a story that is, is going to, you know, change people's perspective on that. And I also want people to know that we are at Girl Live. Yes. So you are going to be sharing this story and talking to a lot of amazing women who have been through similar things. And yeah, so let's start with where you're from because, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Let me just tell everybody that when we met, the first thing that you did was say, come bearing gifts. And you brought me the most beautiful shirt from the Indianapolis Speedway because I told you that I love the Indy. Yes. And not only that, but it's like, it's a great girly shirt too like yeah, isn't it cute it is it's like red and blue and I love it so much good. thank you good you're very welcome I'm gonna take pictures in it and send them to you nice thank you <laughs> <laughs> um so AJ tell us a little bit about where you're from yep I'm from Indianapolis born and raised um I'm a Hoosier through and through. <laughs> oh my goodness. Here we go. I always laugh when people say that because I think, oh, those are listening. They're going to go, boom. <laughs> well, like, like as far as sports go, I'm not really a, a sports fan, but like my roots are firm in Indiana. I love to travel. I travel a lot, um, but I'm a Hoosier. I, I love being in Indiana. So what's your day job? What do you do for work? I teach jujitsu. Okay. Yeah. And you haven't always done that. No, I've actually done a lot of different things. Um, straight out of high school, I was a stockbroker. <laughs> okay. We're going to have to come back to that. Okay. Because I okay. need to know, how did you go from stockbroker to BJJ instructor? Yes. I mean, I, I did a lot in between there. Real estate agent, accountant, dance instructor, DJ. There's been a lot of things. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so you're like my new go-to person when I need help pretty much with anything. With anything. That's You're right. like, you can do all the things. <laughs> I love I it. I like to diversify. <laughs> I love it. So when did you start in BJJ? So I first started dabbled. We'll call it dabbled. I first dabbled in it in 1999. So about 20 years ago, um, I trained quite a bit in like 0304. Um, but we were having some financial struggles. So mm -hmm. I went and got a couple jobs and so you're married, you're married. I am yeah. married. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Any Actually, kiddos? No, no okay. children. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we were having some issues. And so I went and got a couple jobs to help, you know, 
take us through that. So a couple jobs, a couple, of course, of you know, because we owned our jujitsu school too. Uh, so everything that we, um, you know, we're making was going back into that. So we needed that to survive. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Um, but yeah, so I kind of got back into it a little bit in 2009. Um, and then, you know, had some issues over the next couple of years. Um, but didn't really find my personal love for it until 2013. So, so it started as a business for you. You, you were in the business of BJJ before you were like in BJJ. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. Um, my husband, what boyfriend, when we started, um, trained jujitsu and when we first got together he was like just so you know jujitsu comes first and I was like that's fine I mean because really? it, it was his life so you know we were just starting dating so of course it came first oh I, I have to I just have to tell you this is really quite funny because you know that I teach Krav Maga right mm-hmm. yeah well I would I, I currently am not teaching because my schedule is you know you may have heard <laughs> a little crazy. I, I have a few podcasts <laughs> going on on top of running my own business so it's a little busy but uh I in all the years that I was training to become an instructor and once I started teaching, there's a lot of men that came along in my dating life because I'm single and I date. And yeah. um, if I ever s- even brought, first of all, the fact that I taught Krav Maga was a bit of an issue. And then secondarily, if I say, okay, these nights every single week, not available. This right. comes first. Yeah. It was a game changer for a lot of people. So I know, yes. I, I understand what your boyfriend at the time was right. saying, yeah. but I, from your perspective, good for you for seeing it through because you can love people and their passions. Right. Absolutely. And I mean, like I, I grew up a dancer, so I never thought I would end up being a fighter. <laughs> my mom's you still can be is a like, lover and right? a fighter. Exactly. My mom's <laughs> like, what happened to my little dancer? Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, but so it took me a while to find my own passion. I mostly trained in the beginning because there was another woman on the mat. You know, like I owned the school. So when there was another woman there, I'd be like, oh, I should get out there and, you know, train with her so that she's not the only woman out there. Mm. So it took me a long time to find my own passion. Now it's more of an obsession. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I think that using our bodies in ways to protect ourselves and yeah. to stay fit and to teach others is a pretty damn incredible thing it is it's so empowering like you don't have like I don't have the body issues I had before just because I know what my body's capable of yes I know what I can do with it so much amazing yes Yes. that's amazing so okay so there's a period in there that things were not going so great yes tell us what happened so I kind of got back to training in 09 um really turned our business around so I was able to go full-time in the business and got into training um in early 2010. Um, this is kind of a sidetrack of the story, but not in the whole. Um, I found my dad after he'd committed suicide. Um, wow. and I didn't realize how much that damaged me in all aspects of my life. Um, but it, it made it much harder for me to protect myself in any way, you know, like protect my emotions, protect, um, like have any boundaries. (laughs) When when was that? That was March uh, of 2010. So um, a couple months after that, we kicked a student out, Um, a jujitsu student. He just wasn't a good person. And um, my husband's really big on, you know, moral code being a part of Mm. your jujitsu journey. Like you need to be a good person. Um, And he'd tried to help this guy for several years. He helped him in so many different ways to try and better his life. Um, because that's, you know, that's what my husband thinks is part of his responsibility. And I, I agree with that. You know, like we, we want to help people better their overall life, not just jujitsu. Um, 
but he was just causing a lot of issues in the school. And it was one of those things where it was like, okay, you, you've got to go. Like, you're going to have to find somewhere else to train. Um, so that started it. Uh, this guy then um, proceeded to really bully me, me specifically. Um, online, he would send a lot of people messages about me. I mean, you know. It sounds more like harassment to it me. It was I mean, you're definitely bullying, harassment. It was. Yeah, I think it sounds like harassment. Yeah, it, but you know, like you take it different ways. You know, like, um, I mean, they can be kind of the same. You know, it it wasn't physical bullying, but it was constantly just posting statuses um, about me being fat or me being. Okay, wait a minute here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so first of all, I have, okay, I have so many questions. Did your husband <laughs> get involved? Um, like, I'm going to say this because yes. I, and I'm a really kind hearted, mm-hmm. nice, kind person, but why didn't they just drag him into the back alley and handle that shit? Right. Right. I yeah. Swear. Too late. I mean, <laughs> Too late. I've done so Cause well. that just made me mad. You can just see, yes. I, I literally just made fists. I want to, yeah. I want to. Yeah. It was, it was bad. It was, um, and, and some of our coaches as well, you know, like even to this day, like can't stand this guy because of they saw the turmoil that he put me specifically through. I guess I was the, the easy target because you know, I was in a low place. Um, but he would, I mean, just every day, every single day. For how long? Uh, probably a year and a half. Why didn't you call the police? And Be- I, I don't know. I don't like, I don't know that I thought that it was something that, you know, that warranted that. Um, now I probably, I, you know, I'd probably react a little differently, but um, then I just let it tear me down and tear me down and tear me down. And, um, you know, it took, um, so like in that time, there were good things that happened in my life. Um, we were cornering in the UFC at the time. Um, you know, we, uh, I won like an international marketer of the year competition. Um, so there were like good things happening, but I wasn't really, uh, experiencing them the way I should have been because I was, depressed. Like I was, I was very beaten down. Um, I even had one of the coaches, no longer a coach at my academy, by the way, but one of the coaches, um, we had gone on like a business trip together and he went down and got a drink. And when he came back up, he just told me that I didn't belong at the school, that nobody respected me, that, um, that I needed to quit, that I needed to, you know, get my nose out of the business of the school. And this was a man that I respected. He was my coach, you know, like not my husband, but one of the coaches at, you know, our academy. And that, you know, that was really hard because the other guy was a cancer, but Mm. this guy was a coach, you know, like he was somebody that I looked up to um, and that I considered a friend up until that point. (laughs) Um, So, you know, my husband and I talked about it. Do I quit? Do I quit this school? And, um, my husband's great. And he was like, absolutely not. Like if these boys have mommy issues, they can go somewhere else. <laughs> like that's the clean version of what he said. <laughs> yeah. So did he, did he, um, approach this individual? Yes. Did he, like, did that, he confront him? Yes. Yeah. And that's why he's no longer associated with our Academy. Like it was, um, so do you think that this is because you were a female in a male dominated industry? I'm sure that I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. I think that I have changed the culture of, you know, our team, our association, our school. Um, 
and I'm definitely respected now, but then, um, it was very male dominated. And, um, I do think that they, they all thought that they could just push me around. So how did you withstand it? Um, it, it was tough. My husband, you know, standing up for me, some of the coaches that were standing up for me helped. Um, it kind of came to a head. I was, um, at a restaurant with a friend and she just said, um, we were in the bathroom and she was like, why are you not screaming from the rooftops that you won this international marketer of the year competition? And that's when it hit me that I had been hiding. Like I didn't realize I'd been hiding up until that point, you know? Um, and I just started sobbing and I was like, I, I have not been present in the world because I, I don't want every little thing I do to be ammunition for this guy to bully me. Mm. And it's crazy. Like, you know, I was in my thirties already. Like you don't think that, that you can be bullied as an adult like that, but I was. And I like to, th- I would like to think that there are legal ways to stop that. There may not have been, right. you, I don't, I don't know, but, um, but you let that penetrate and Absolutely. that must have been really painful. It was, it was, it was really hard. It was hard to get through and it was hard to find confidence myself again. Like, and I think that's why, like I said, I didn't fall in love with jujitsu for myself until probably 2013. Um, I got back on the mat and I trained a little bit here and there, but it took me a while to find my own passion. Um, one thing I did was I dyed my hair purple. Um, and I just, just and like, by the way, it's, it's like blondie brown. What yeah, would you call just it? Like very dirty, normal. It's like, well, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful thank hair. You. It's like brownie blondie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I dyed it purple and I called it my F you hair. Mm. Uh, and it was just, it was my reminder that I didn't care what other people thought about me. And so I kept that hair for as long as I needed that reminder. Cause I needed to be able to remind myself it doesn't matter what you think. I don't care if you don't like my purple hair. I don't care if you think I'm fat or I don't care if you think I'm bad at, you know, jujitsu or my business or whatever, any little thing. I was like, so it was just my kind of trigger to remind myself, um, not to care what other people thought about me. And that, I mean, it took a lot of time and a lot of self-work. Um, but you know, I kind of found my way. And so, you know, I don't know if we're, we're ready to touch on this, but I just got to reflecting. It was funny that, you know, this came up to do this interview because I'd been reflecting on um, just kind of how I've impacted the jujitsu, specifically community mm. um, over the past few years. I, I run a women's only camp. Um, Which I love I, I, and I want to oh hear more gosh, about it. I love it. Yeah. So we've done it. This is This was our sixth one we did this year. The past five we've had. 60 to 70 women, which is amazing. Um, but this year we had 160. Oh my goodness. And, um, it's all weekend of jujitsu and yoga and, uh, do some Q and a and stuff like that. But, uh, just talking to the women about how, like, I don't know, just the impact that I've made through that, through that community that I've built, because that's the big part of it. It's the community that helps each other and supports each other. And I've just given them a platform for that. Yeah. And you're, you're doing that also by sharing your message. Yes. You know, you're sharing how you, you found a tool and we're going to come back to the camp because I want to go back just a little bit, but, and first of all, I want to come to the camp. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I I I would love that. That would be amazing. 
Um, and one thing I'll tell you about in my experience with Colorado Krav Maga and my mm -hmm. training in that, it's not really martial art, but in that type of sector yeah. is it's a co their co-owners, husband and wife. Yeah. So the women are just as much supported as men. So I, I haven't, I didn't experience that on my side, but right. I am aware of other people in training who have experienced that. So yeah. I really commend you for paving the path and, and staying true to your course. I cannot imagine a year and a half of that. I, ca I cannot possibly imagine. Now and, I can't either. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I, I want, I want you to share with people, like when you started to come out on the other side, what were the things that you reflected back on that you wish you could have done a little better? Um, you know, mostly just not cared. You know what I mean? Not let it affect me. Um, not let someone else's opinion define me. Mm. So that's probably the biggest thing is just for me to, you know, for it's terrible when you allow someone who you don't respect to define you. This is, this is so true. Why do we care about somebody that we don't care about? Right. Exactly. First of all, part of it too is because it was public. I have right. to, I mean, I, I will tell you that in, in my experience, it's starting a podcast mm -hmm. and this is a, a, a new podcast, but um, I've had a few people, you know, I had somebody on Instagram message me the other day saying, nobody wants to hear what you have to say. Then don't listen. And then don't listen. <laughs> Thank you. But I, I, I had to just live with that for a minute because I thought, okay, here's what I know is that, you know, you're doing something good when somebody is going to complain about it. Right. And it's the same for you is you started to create some waves by being a woman mm -hmm. in that field you were making progress, you were doing well, and, and you were eliminating this bad apple as right. a part of your yeah. batch. And the only result that they had to do is to try to tear you down. Yes. It's easy for me to say that from the outside, right. looking in right. and now, but I'm sure at the time it was hard. Yeah. But really it's kind of a it's kind of a sign to know you're doing you're you're creating the right ripples. Yeah. And I know like, you know, aside from women's camp or but like, for example, I had this young man he started with us when he was 16 um kind of abandoned by his parents and so mm. um we kind of you know helped him out took him in that's something we do a lot is take in adults mostly mm -hmm. <laughs> um that need some help to their next you know portion of their life um and you work them out which is really right. important because if you really want to work on your brain you know you have to work on your body this Absolutely. is just this is just a fact well exercising releases endorphins and yeah. endorphins make people happy right, right? Happy people don't kill their husbands. Plus, <laughs> I think we could just go down a whole different rabbit hole right there. Sorry. Little, little legally oh, blonde. That's okay. I love it. I love it. I, I mean, I would have that conversation all day. Um, but I also, but it's, and it's more than that to me. It's also the fact that you start doing something that you didn't think you could previously do. Yeah. Physically, it, it shows you the other possibilities are out there. Um, right. And I, I just relate it to... You And I say this all the time in my other shows that I am such a believer that when you overcome a major challenge physically that you chose, like you chose to do that. Right. This is not, this was not you surviving like cancer or falling and breaking your leg. This is, okay, I'm going to set the bar over here and I'm going to go crush that goal. Yes. When you crush that goal, it's like, whoa, it doesn't matter how well you did it or not. The fact that you persevered, it's like. I'm competing in strongman. I'm competing in four weeks from That's now. That's awesome. I know. That's so, awesome. and and by the way, for those listening, this is the end of May in 2019. So, whenever you're listening to it, I that's my date for my competition is at the end of June. But it's not because I I want to earn any special medals. It's because I know that I do well when I set goals. Right. Absolutely. It it makes my training better. It's I compete 
pretty much more than anyone on our team because I, I train harder. I eat better. I do more recovery. Like Mm. I, you know, I just take better care of myself overall when I set those goals and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go out and compete. So, yeah, I love that. I actually, I can feel it. It's like, you're, you just light up, your face just lights up when you talk <laughs> about it. So, so that helped you, that helps you stay on track with where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you don't mind, I'll go back to, I the, go back to the, the young man. To, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, go back to the young man. And then we want, I still want to talk about the camp, but back yes. to the young man. So but you brought he, in this 16 year old. Yeah. So, you know, he trained with us for a few years. He was a pain in the tush. I mean, definitely, you know, like, um, but we just kept, you know, trying to help him. And about six months ago, he sent me a message and he just said, I want you to know that the things that you said stuck with me. Um, I've been working really hard to keep your record clean. Of He said, I told him once that everybody I've ever taken in has been successful and that he had to be successful as well. He oh said, I just got a full ride scholarship for college and um, I just want to thank you for everything you've done. And like, oh. That wouldn't have happened had I quit. That wouldn't have happened if I would have let some jerk make push me out of mm. where I belonged. It's incredible the change that we can make. Absolutely. Yeah, just Absolutely. just by by persevering. So okay, so let's talk about the camp. So uh, first of all, if people anybody is listening, mm-hmm. first of all, where are you at in Indiana? Indiana, where I'm in Indianapolis. Okay, so yeah. that's where your school is. And yep. so, what is the website of your school? Yep. So I have two schools. I have uh, ibjja.com, which is Indiana Brazilian Jiu Jitsu Academy, uh, and then recently, about a year ago, we purchased Endurance BJJ, which is endurancebjj.com. So. Amazing. We'll put that in the show notes. Thank too. you. <laughs> and do you have information um, on there about your women's camp? Um, so not on there. Um, I do have a, a Facebook page called Role Model. So it's R-O-L-L because we roll like mm-hmm. jujitsu. Uh, Role Model Women's Only Grappling Camp. And um, the dates are booked. It's May 1st through 3rd next year. I already have all of the instructors. Um, I just get so excited that I start planning and um working out the details already so oh, I'm in yeah I'm so excited. I'm totally in and um dep- it doesn't matter to me where it is in terms of relation to girl live next year yeah. I'm coming that nice. would be amazing very nice I, w- I would love to roll with you yes absolutely absolutely <laughs> and girl was great they you know uh supported the tur- or the the uh, women's mm. camp and yeah, they were great. So. And I'm pretty sure that I know a lot of women in Colorado that might like to come. So maybe we'll bring a crew. That'd be great. That'd yeah. be great. And maybe we should record some podcasts Absolutely. while we're there. Absolutely. It was amazing. There were so many women that were like, um, I really bonded with the girls from my team coming to camp because they'd mm. drive together, yeah. fly together and uh, stay together and just things that they hadn't done in just training every night. So mm-hmm. it really gave them the chance to bond and, kind of rejuvenated their love for jujitsu and then the women who have no one to train with no other women um they make friends yeah 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 Yeah, I think that's amazing well done thank you well well done I love it and so are you doing any training while you're here this weekend we are at girl live 2019 (laughs) I do you have any I'm I'm really going to wish I could go, but I am strictly on my training for my strongman competition. Yes, absolutely. So. You don't want to veer from that right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I went and trained this morning at Syndicate MMA. How um, cool. Yeah, in, here in Vegas? Great. Here in Very Vegas. Cool. Yeah, we, we got off the plane, come checked in and, and grabbed our geese and went and trained. So, nice. Yeah. Nice. I think so I saw a fun. post that you were organizing. Uh, did some other women from Yeah, the... I was trying to get some other women to go, but it didn't work out. Yeah. But uh, me and my best friend who's here with me. 
we went and trained. So Wonderful. Well, AJ, thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining and sharing your story and for persevering because because you persevered. You know, you're now you're not creating a space where you're going to be able to create impact for other girls and women and men. Yeah. Um, so thank you for what you're doing. And thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So you guys are listening to Girl Talk. We are having a great time. We are talking to some of the most inspiring and brave women who are sharing their stories with you. They're they're giving you a synopsis of how they got from where they were to where they are. And we can learn from them and share amongst ourselves. So thank you for listening and we will be back to you soon. This is Courtney Olson thanking you for joining us. If you want to keep up with us and join us some more, find us on our website at girl.com. That is G-R-R-R-L.com. You can find our newsletter on there to sign up for that and stay in the now. Or find us on our Instagram at girl underscore clothing. That's girl underscore clothing. And remember, you are enough.